Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And I was just wondering, can you actually remember back however long ago it was to when you trained to be an accountant or did your MBA or even completed your last leadership course or CPD, CPE requirements? You know, we were probably assessed in some way. We might have received a certificate of completion or were certified that we'd met some level of competence in a short period of time. And we probably did that with a sense of trying to drive some progression in our careers, right? It's quite a conscious activity where we put some time aside to do this particular work, get this certification, get the qualification and so on. That's what we like to think we're doing when we're allocating our time to such learning and development opportunities. There'll probably be some return at the end of it. But I feel that a lot of us in finance, even though we probably should know better, we're making mistakes when it comes to resource allocation, particularly of our own time. Uh, whether we know it or not, uh, we tend to put our resources into those activities that will yield the most immediate impact, which is ironic because we're trained to appreciate the importance of building towards a longer term without sacrificing too much of the short-term performance. It's a bit of a balancing act. And some of those concrete returns might even be on the job immediately in front of us. So we put time maybe into implementing a new RPA, robotic process automation solution that helps us get back some time, tens of hours or hundreds of hours when we do these uh, monthly reporting activities or weekly reporting. We might have put in place some nice dashboards or some variance analysis that allows us to drill more deeply into the numbers. Or we could have been helping sales win that last big tender and got a note from the president of the company thanking us for our efforts and, and they couldn't have done the job without us. And uh, we're hoping those sort of immediate results activities where we're putting our resources will pay off to maybe getting a promotion or better pay or or more kudos in our careers so having something to show for our initial investments of time and that payoff all those years i asked you to cast your mind back to the to the last course we did or, or our training that we invested and sacrificed time in to become finance professionals but I can't help but feel if I've progressed through my career and talked with many mentors on strength in the numbers that a lot of us, particularly as we're developing early in those careers, and some of us who are more senior as well, are still unconsciously putting our resources and time into essentially short-term activities as opposed to those non-career activities, the other roles we play outside of work as wives, husbands, partners, mothers, brothers, sisters, fathers friends, community leaders, all those activities that will probably help us become more like the people we intended to be when we set out on our journeys, our career journeys. And if you think about it, we'll probably have a better longer term payoff for us uh, if you think of things like happiness. And there are a number of things we can do about it. And actually, it's quite ironic because we actually know how to allocate resources much better than other professions goodness sake we've been trained to do that's why a lot of organizations have finance organizations so we can track and that's where even language and numbers came from was tracking where resources were being put so we could put put resources make decisions put resources in better places and uh, one of the tests that that i've come across 
to help us do this personally anyway is some people call it the tombstone test you might have heard of it when we die and, and uh, if we if our families <laughs> if they're still around us or, or whatever if we're marked by a particular tombstone what would we like that tombstone to have said about us about our lives do we want it to have read that we were always known for delivering that accurate forecast or accurate reports uh, being a responsive business partner making sure that trial balance is reconciled without any errors or closing the books on time? Or do you want to be known as the person who's provided for their family, was fun to be around, offered their children the best possible opportunities, were there for your friends and your family when they needed you most and, and you were a leading figure in your community? I imagine most people setting out on their careers are probably on that latter well-intended path. But I again, talking with people in our profession... And our community, there are quite a few of us that have more hollower lives that they didn't uh, intend for themselves. But how many of us have done that tombstone test or we do in our companies a strategic plan, that long-term focus, that long-term vision, how many of us have applied it to our own lives outside of our careers so that we know where our resources should be allocated towards and the type of people we, we wish to be seen as and become? So I encourage you first action to get around this mistake around resource allocation is write out that tombstone test. What would you like your tombstone to say? It's a bit morbid, I know, but just think about it as a good way of, of trying to set that long-term vision for you. It's your life at the end of the day, right? And then the second thing that we probably should know better on to, to avoid poor resource allocation is, well, let's look at our last week. What things did we prioritise? Where did we put our time? Uh, was the tombstone test or the longer term vision you've just written out, was where you put your time consistent with this? Uh, or did you focus on those immediate returns, a bit more an automatic pilot, those ones that would help you move nearer to the promotion or the bonus or the raise or were the ones that uh, require the longer term work? Those things you don't see a return on in decades, like uh, raising well-adjusted children or helping them with their homework so that they, they can have better opportunities, better grades and so on? Or did you contribute to an initiative in your community, whether it was virtually for a lot of us in these times, or did you go out there and pick litter in the streets or something like that, or go and develop some more meaningful friendships with people? I mean, the fact of the matter is, most of us uh, do actually set out to intend satisfying, sorry, building satisfying personal lives along with our professional lives making choices to provide for our families better lives for our families a bigger house better car more fun holidays bigger holidays etc but i think a lot of us tend to overlook some key people in our lives those immediately around us our partners girlfriends boyfriends spouses children because if you think about it when we go home at night after work that they're still there there's there's no sort of sense of a deterioration relationship. They're still around. And I know it's a bit sad to say it, but it's not as exciting as that immediate buzz when you get to achieve something on the job, right? But it's a bit perverse because a lot of us don't want to have references so much to our job on our tombstones. It's more what we have our families and friends and those closest to us uh, think of us. So if you believe your family are deeply important to you, how much time have you been allocating to them? And similarly to your community and friends and so on and church or whatever. So that old nugget of wisdom, what gets measured gets managed. 
if you're not measuring your priorities, that'll only help you get towards your vision. Someone else's priorities will be taking charge of you. So time box your week. Figure out in advance where you'd like to spend your time. Allow that time for those activities. Build them in. Allow a bit of scope for, for things that come up that you hadn't expected. We've talked about this in previous Monday memos. From a work perspective, try and apply it to things outside of finance. Even if it's activities you have to do at home, like making the dinner, maybe make it the dinner with the kids or play a board game together. If you're looking to switch off or, or schedule in some time to catch up with friends or parents. We don't have to travel as much anymore. It can be done over Zoom or WhatsApp or whatever platform you're using. Even contribute to community. A lot of us can't do that in person nowadays, but we can do it virtually, whether it's on a, a social platform of sorts or if it's helping a charity with their business plan or how to fund for the, the, the year ahead or meet their plans given all the, the change that's been going on in our environments. You know, track where you've been putting your time and see if consistent with the person you want to be seen as or become. Uh, one of my favourite sayings from the ex-CEO of Intel, Andy Grove, is if you really want to understand a company's strategy, look at what they actually do rather than what they say they'll do. I think that's very key as well because ultimately resource allocation decisions uh, that you make about where you invest your blood, your sweat, your tears, your time, if they're not consistent with the person you inspire to be, they'll never become that person. So check if your actual behavior, what you're measuring is lining up with your strategy, your longer term vision, the tombstone test. If you variances, what are you doing to correct them? For goodness sake, we're trained to do this professionally. Why not put some of that good training to practice in our own lives? Because ultimately we're the ones that will benefit most. And it'll probably be the thing that gives us that longer term happiness, which is what we try and balance, right? Our short term actions with having that long term going concern sustainability aspect of running a good organization. And probably a third angle is for people doing the work you want to do professionally, understand how they're managing their time outside. So like we, we help with strengthen the numbers by trying to bring guest mentors on to the show to share with you their stories on how they fit it all together you know, in terms of how they allocated their time how they prior and and that's the great thing about asking people other people on how they're managing their time how they're allocating their priorities how they can seemingly manage to do it all or where certain sacrifices had to be made and what they did then to catch up and make up for it or prioritize their time and uh, there's, there's loads and loads of really great tips that our guest mentors will share. So I encourage you to check out some of those episodes as well. And if you did like this Monday memo, we really appreciate it if you recommend the show to your friends and your colleagues on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And as always, really appreciate investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.